Hello everybody, my name is Adam, and today I'm talking to myself, as I always am, and I think it's okay, and I think you all should too. In today's episode of Talking to Myself, I just want to very briefly, I suppose, go over kind of uh, the emotional and intrinsic reactions of people on the internet, particularly things like YouTube and Facebook, when they encounter something tragic, such as shootings, whether it's in school, or whether it's at a church, or whatever have you. Just kind of want to go over that a little bit and kind of give you my perspective on, on how I feel about those things. So recently there was um, somebody who took a machete into uh, a celebration, uh, a Jewish home. And I believe they were celebrating the last day of Hanukkah. And somebody went in there and just started uh, hacking away, you know. And... Uh, uh, yeah, that was already bad enough in the news that day. And then shortly thereafter, there was that story in Texas where somebody walked into a church and shot a guy and then somebody else pulled out his gun and shot that guy. And, you know, a mixed, mixed bag of reactions between those two things. And while I don't want to ignore the one with the machete uh, issue because there's been a lot of uh, um, anti-Semitic attacks... On, um, you know, I, I believe in New York alone, there's been quite a few uh, increases. Um, uh, and and I live in Pennsylvania. There was a one in Pittsburgh last year, which was also really crappy. And there's been several since. I don't want to ignore that, but I just kind of want to compare the reactions a little bit. So there was, uh, of course, uh, regardless of how you feel about guns, uh, I watched the clip on YouTube. That's where I get a lot of my news lately. And... Uh, I saw that uh, quite a few of the people in the audience, or yeah, the audience, <laughs> in the in the comments. But what is the comment section but for the audience? And a lot of it was just people saying, like again, somebody died. Two people died. The guy that got shot uh, by the murderer and the guy who defended the church by killing the assailant. So, uh, as, as far as I remember, I think there's only two. And what sucked about it, as I read through the comments, as you want to do after a video to see what other people think. What was really surprising to me was that everybody, well, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised, but that everybody was talking about guns. Like, hey, look at that in Texas. You know, we got our guns. We can shoot people. Like, whatever. And then, of course, there's the liberals who are saying, like, oh, you know, trying to defend this whole thing and be like, yeah, well, people should have checked for guns or whatever. Whatever you feel about guns. The fact is that everybody's reaction was to talk about the fact that people had guns. And what really, what really kind of is starting to get to me a little bit is that people, their first reaction is to talk about something that they want to defend as opposed to their human reaction to another human being getting hurt or killed. And that's what really sucks. Like, why does it have to be a big tragic event for people to care more about those people? Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers is all you hear, which is fine. Like, if, if, if you truly mean it, okay, whatever. They only go so far, but... You know, if you mean well and that's what all you can do, then sure, fine. I mean, that's great. But what's really upsetting to me is that, like, nobody that I could see... I don't say nobody, but the majority of the people that I saw were talking about guns in Texas and everybody having guns and everybody should have a gun. I saw somebody saying that everybody should have guns. You know, I don't know about that. But, um, but the thing was, like, nobody said anything about the guy... At, Again, I say nobody as like a general term. I'm sure some people did. I didn't read all 8 million of them, but it was really depressing because not only did I think, and maybe I'm in the minority here, but not only did I think, hey, that really, you know, I feel for that man who was in his place of worship and got shot that day and he died in his church. 
You know, that's, that's one of the places where you should feel safe, right? Just like schools. You should feel safe in school. Although that's a whole other episode there. But, but I also, I also intrinsically felt for the guy who, um, who did the attack, you know, and I, I haven't got updated on the story yet. I know they released the guy's face, but there's enough bad news in the world, so I didn't dive too deep into it. So I'm speaking on slight ignorance to, to his situation, but I'm just sharing with you how I felt in that moment to kind of give you a perspective about who Adam is as a person. And um, I remember thinking, not only did somebody lose their father, their husband, their brother, their uncle, their grandfather, whatever have you, the guy who was murdered in the church, um, you know, unsuspectingly. But then the guy who who did the attacking, who also got killed, you know, I think we also sometimes forget that that guy also had people who cared about him, more than likely. Like, I... It's, it's hard to find somebody who literally has nothing and does these things. You know, he probably had a roof over his head, probably had friends that checked on him, probably had friends on Facebook that, you know, at least cared about his existence enough to friend him in the first place. Again, like, he probably wasn't that alone in the world. However, he may have thought that. Whatever his motivations were, I don't know. I don't know if anybody knows. I don't know his story. I don't know what his supports are. I don't know his religious background or, or political affiliations or anything like that. But again, even if you don't feel for him in particular, we often forget that he was connected to other human beings. And think about this. This is ultimately what made me want to create this episode, is think about how that affects people. You know, people have survivor's guilt, like in mass murders where they didn't get killed, but somebody they knew did. But also think about, there's, I don't know the exact term of the type of guilt, but, you know, there's like an affiliation to that guilt where you knew that person. You knew that they, you know, they were this wonderful person in your eyes. You never thought in a million years that they would commit to doing anything so heinous or awful to another human being, let alone in a church in this instance, right? So then here we are. Everybody's arguing about, like, oh, well, see, everybody had guns. And, you know, and again, I don't, this isn't a topic about guns. But the point is, is that like, I don't know if people think about that right away. And I think, I think it's important to know that there are other people suffering right now. Not only just, you know, that innocent man that got murdered in that, in that church. His family are obviously grieving and, and, you know, unsure about how to handle all this. And probably asking why in their church their Lord may allow this to happen. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. But I think it's important to look at, you know, the assailant's family and, and friends and things like that too. And to consider that everybody has a story. Everybody has connections. It's easy to vilify somebody uh, for what they've done and obviously that that man you know whether you like guns or not somebody had to take him down whether it was with a gun or with a fist otherwise it could have been a lot worse I don't want to argue that but you know let's not forget that we can look at things from somebody else's perspective and those people right now from the murderers side of this whole thing there may be people who be wondering if I had been paying more attention could I have prevented that if I had been paying more attention or, you know, I should have been able to, to stop this. I should have been able to see these signs. I'm, I'm close to him. I, I've gone to school with him. I, you know, he may have had a girlfriend or a boyfriend or something. I don't know. Um, the parents, if he has them, you know, again, like I didn't, ra- I didn't know I raised my kid to do this. What, what led to all of this stuff and, and how could these people be feeling? You know, sometimes I don't know if we, if we necessarily look at that 
all that often. And I think that's that's very important to um, to be able to look at things from from the other side of the fence and maybe beyond that into other people's yards. If I'm continuing the fence analogy, um, but yeah, so so I just kind of want to talk about that a little bit because I think it's important to um, to be able to do that and. I feel for those people. I really do. Uh, and it, it sucks. It sucks that our first reaction is to fight one another instead of to grieve together and to mourn together. Uh, even if it's for a moment, you don't have to know somebody to care about them, I don't think. And I think it's so easy uh, the past few years, especially. Uh, I feel like we've had a steady divide for quite a while now, and you can blame politics all you want, and I'm sure some of that's to blame, but there's a huge disconnect between one another, I think, since the advent of the smartphone and beyond. And I think it's very easy to forget that we're talking to actual human beings on the other side of a computer or a phone. And, you know, everybody's braver on the internet because you don't got to look anybody in the eye. That tough guy who's on YouTube calling out all these shots and making fun of people, liberals this, Republicans that, whatever, uh, is less likely to say that to your face because everybody's tough on the other side of a keyboard. They call them keyboard warriors, I guess. Um, not to say that you might not be that bold enough in person, but either way, I think, I think it's important to know that using this particular example with this, this church uh, uh, murder as a way to show that there, there's such a huge disconnect. You can probably go find any of the videos on the internet. You'll see what I'm talking about. Not to say that there aren't people who are saying, oh, that's so sad, or, or I'm worried about them, or my thoughts go out to you, or how could this have happened? But the majority of those comments are people just shouting about their guns, or how Texas, you know, a lot of that was like, Texas! You know, okay, big deal, cool, good for you. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm glad that you're proud of your state for having these laws or whatever, but your first reaction is, woo, Texas, and not, holy crap, somebody got killed in a church today? Like, just because it wasn't a mass shooting doesn't mean that first of all, it couldn't have been, or that that one life matters any less than a collective group of lives that were lost. And that brings me back to the uh, the synagogue shootings and, and, and the, the Hanukkah uh, attack. As far as I know, nobody died, but somebody was in critical condition last I checked. Um, but see there, there, there was a whole different slew of, of reactions there. Uh, although there definitely were the people that were like, see, if we ban guns, there's still people with knives. Uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, we can't ban knives. <laughs> you know, but the guy took a machete in there and just started attacking people of Jewish faith. For whatever reason, I don't know. And, and um, I don't recall if that person, I think he was apprehended. Uh, somebody took his license plate and uh, caught him later, I think. Um, and God, even just the video itself, there's blood all over the walls. It's it awful to realize it's like that. Ugh. Just thinking about that is so gruesome in my mind, especially somebody like me who has a, a vivid and active imagination. It's just, it's awful. That kind of shit keeps me up at night. Um, and it really does, too. It's so hard to, like, once your brain takes that rabbit hole, <laughs> takes that path down the rabbit hole to uh, just stream into something that's even more gruesome than what was originally intended. And uh, it's one thing that sucks about my imagination sometimes. But anyway, uh, I just want to kind of point that out is, is, there were some people in the in the comment section who were saying, "Hey, you know, fuck this guy, and and how could he do that? You know, people racist are not, you know, they don't belong in this country." And you know, okay, there's one opinion, and then there's other people saying, "Oh, my heart goes out to you." There's a lot more of a mixed bag. There's less political uh, animosity and more 
show of care. Although there were still the racist assholes that would make their jokes or whatever. Not necessarily saying, hey, down with Jews, but, you know, they would make some sort of sly comment, um, insinuating as such without blatantly saying it. And uh, just, just trolls in general, but still, having that reaction sucks. But again, it was a more of a mixed bag. More people felt compelled to say something kind because you, um, because you, you, I personally, I think it was because it was a, a collective thing. So not only was it a collective attack in general, there were more people in this building getting attacked, but it was a collective attack on a Jewish faith. And, um, I think it's important to realize that, that it's easier to feel sympathy when a group of people are hurt than when one person is hurt. Unless, of course, it's like a child. Like, a, typically you don't see a lot of people being like, oh, children are dumb, they should die. You know, but but I think I think it sucks that we're very selective. And in a way, like, I know people will disagree with me, but I think it also sucks that more people like animals than they like people. Where I, I, I can see how that can happen because you can trust animals more than you can trust people, although... There have been a few animals I couldn't trust in my day, but typically with animals, what you see is what you get, or with people, it's not. And so again, I see that. I see that very much, but I think that sucks that most people, if you say, hey, how do you feel about people? Most people say, eh, or I hate people. I have so many people that I've encountered say, I hate people. And it just sucks that that's such an easy thing for people to say. So I think in conclusion to to all of this is I just want to kind of bring this back around is is to please remember that there are these are real people in these real situations that you know aren't going to some people aren't going to see their loved one anymore they have to bury somebody like we're not we're not always going to be covering all the things they have to do after the fact and most people don't care about a cause unless it affects them directly and while it's good to care about something you know, as they, as, as they say, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. But um, I think you should care even if it doesn't affect you. Because to me, somebody like me, it affects me no matter what. You know, that is a living, breathing human being. Well, I should say was. That isn't anymore. And I, I think it's important just to understand that whether you're watching a YouTube video and somebody's getting hurt or has been hurt. Or if your intrinsic reaction is to throw your opinions on the internet on a Facebook post or, or on a YouTube page or YouTube comment section, I think it's important to remember that if you react or reply to somebody else or if you say something that your words will be read and it could be reacted to. And if you do get into one of these online keyboard warrior battles with somebody else on the internet, remember that there's another human being on there that has feelings and is reacting in a way for a reason. That's not to say that all the reasons are always good, such as the racist fucks that you'll encounter on there. My point is, is just remember what you're reacting to. Remember that these people are real and remember that words can hurt and they really, really can. And I know it's like a high school, uh, high school play concept that I'm spouting at you, but I think it's important just to remember that everything you do can and will affect somebody at some point in some way. And just even just reacting to a tragedy and putting it out there for everybody to see already runs that risk. So, bringing it back to another high school thing, or maybe even a grade school thing. Just remember, if you don't have anything nice to say, maybe maybe you should just keep it to yourself. You know, maybe it's not necessarily the best thing to do. 
So anyway, care about everybody else. It's, I think it's important to care. Even if you say you hate people, maybe you just hate interacting with people. Maybe it's just easier to say you hate people because you don't want to speak to them or look at them or go out into groups of them. I understand that. But just remember that these are real people in real situations. And you should care even if it doesn't directly affect you or if you haven't been in that situation. And that's it. And if any of you are listening, uh, thank you. If you made it this far for hanging out, this is my first episode trying a podcast. So hopefully this was something that was compelling to anybody in any way, shape, or form. And lastly, uh, I just want to say that uh, I'm grateful to be able to do this. I'm grateful to talk to anybody about any of these things. Um, But I'm also grateful just to be able to talk to myself because that means I'm still alive. And um, so I hope you're taking care of yourselves out there. Take care of your mind, take care of your heart, and take care of each other. And hopefully we'll be talking soon.